this is pretty cool. I just found an interview in my lost archives that I did with my copywriter on the Power 5. So she was helping me unpack the Power 5, which was a framework I use for mental performance skill coaching. I refined it on the front end of 2020, delivered it to a few groups and individuals, high-performing individuals and athletes, and realized it still needed refining. And that's when I sought out Brian Kane, and we linked up. He introduced me to his framework and his mental performance skill coaching certification, which is awesome, a wealth of knowledge. My wife and I ran through it. This recording speaks to my initial framework that led me to seek out help and guidance and further coaching in delivering mental skill performance more tangibly to not just athletic populations, but people I interact with in my day-to-day, and even myself. Like, I've grown so much since seeking that out, and I've been able to show up more frequently with tools, tangible tools, to help athletes and individuals outside of athletics practice mental skills um yeah so that's my intro to this recording i haven't even listened to it all the way through i I did back in the back in the again this was early 2020 i don't i can't even pinpoint the month um but it's in the lost archives and hopefully i can find some more because i did a few recordings with her and then some others. Okay. Regardless, here you go. Enjoy it. And I'm back. Coffee in hand. Charlotte is here to lead us through the power five. Let's go. All right. So I'm excited to hear about power five. Um, This is a framework you created that helps athletes and others achieve high mental competency and self-awareness. Um, first, can you just describe like the process of getting to the point of where you created the power five? Yeah. Uh, so in this period where it's essentially a, uh, a non-contact period or it started off as such and in my interactions with the athletes that come in for personal training or even within the team environment, um, I lead them through some mental skill work. Um, and so I saw a need, um, and it needed to be condensed and more comprehensible uh, from the athlete standpoint. Um, and that's where the Power Five came about. So I broke down what I generally lead a team or an athlete through within the first, um, <laughs> it can take up to six or seven sessions, uh, just depending on. Um, but within that first training block um, and, and put it on a one, on one sheet. Mm-hmm. 
So is this something that you're focusing on now more so um, because the athletes are like returning from a detraining state? Um, or is this? No. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so on the front end, um, with all of the, you know, we knew we were going into a period. We didn't know how long it would be, uh, as far as a non-training uh, period. Um, and you know, some of the frustrations I heard from athletes uh, kind of came back to uh, the goal setting and the motivation and all of that and the energy, stress management, all all the, the pieces of the Power Five. Uh, and that's where it just was like, okay, look, this is a tool that, you know, some of these athletes actually need it. Um, I do believe I am biased, but all athletes can benefit from it. Um, whether you're, you know, uh, I like to do it with high school and up or, you know, your high performing middle school athletes with aspiration um, and, and beyond. Uh, it's great for adults. I've walked a few um, execs through it uh, just to see what they thought about it. Um, but, um, you know, it's one of those tool. It's a tool. Uh, right. So it, it can be pulled out and, and utilized as seems fit. Uh, generally, I like to do it front end and then, you know, as we need to assess. Yeah. So it sounds like another um, time it might be useful or like to focus on it a little bit more is maybe when an athlete is, injured and has to sit out for a while or like returning after an injury. Um, is that correct? Like, do you see? Yeah, it? No. Okay. No, hundred percent. Um, you know, it's like I said, uh, I will, I'll use this initially with the athlete to see, uh, what their goals are, what their drive is and, you know, where their head's at and if it all aligns. Right. Uh, and if not, then we need to either address your goal or address, you know, one of the, the portions of your, your life, uh, your day to day. And, um, you know, when an athlete comes back from injury or just a, a, a time frame away from sport, um, it's a great time to reassess and see if we still have the same goals or if they've changed. Um, because if we're chasing a previous goal, um, and, you know, let's say one of the underlying change, um, you know, we need to address it. Yeah. Okay. So how is the Power 5 implemented? Um, as it stands, uh, I like to lead the athletes through it. So I've done it one-on-one -on -one, uh, with a couple of athletes, actually a few. And then uh, I've done a few group sessions. Really, um, I prefer the one-on-one -on -one if we really need to dive deep. Uh, but when you have a team or a, a group, uh, I let a group of coaches across the board or across the board, across the country, mm -hmm. uh, that dialing in. There's a group of 10 or so. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of our support groups call it. <laughs> and, um, I led everyone through it and, you know, since we already have a connection and some of us are friends and we're all learning each other, 
um, we did dive pretty deep and it got emotional at times. Mm. Um, and, you know, from that, we learned how we could better support each other uh, and some of the issues that we deal with, whether it be, you know, the feeling of I have to, you know, keep a straight face or, or keep a, put on a, a smile and, uh, and always be positive and upbeat. Uh, and I can't show my true feelings that came up. Uh, uh, I got the stress of everyone on my back, but, you know, I got to keep going and no one can help me. You know, that came up and uh, just some of those things. So that that was helpful from the team aspect. Um, and then with within the personal setting, um, you know, I stay within scope and I, I let everybody know that, you know, if, we do need to move forward and we have the resources as far as psychological assistance or, you know, medical or whatever um, comes about because, you know, these are some on paper, it's straightforward and you can walk through it and there will be no issue. But as you dive and you ask questions, uh, there's uh, some emotional aspects can surface. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before you describe the different components of the Power Five, um, can you talk a little bit about like if a coach or a parent, like what are some signs that something like this might be helpful for an athlete or for even like a basketball team? Um, if there's, let's say we set a goal or we're, we're trending toward, you know, uh, uh, some point, like uh, whether it be graduation or, you know, a scholarship offer or just you're successful. And then um, there's a lack of congruence mm -hmm. in that trend. Um, this is a way just to assess without throwing up red flags and, and alerting, you know, suspicion, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um and actually, you know, just a check to see, like, hey, look, are we still trending that way? Do we still want to trend that way? Um, and, again, like, if it's a team, if, you know, there was cohesion on the front end, or even if there's a lack of, you know, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. when you would want to use it. You know, if we're bringing on new people, new group, um, you know, it's a good time to learn what makes people tick, what helps lead and drive individuals um, and then how you can support, like I said earlier, how you can support your teammates. Yeah. So I know my son's um, basketball team, they have like a retreat at the beginning of the season or before the season starts. So this might be something that would be helpful, like to bring you in for something like that. Um, at yeah. the beginning of a season when you've got new kids playing together that haven't may not have played together before. Um, yeah, no, 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's straightforward. Um, so far, so great in participation. I mean, if a, <laughs> a group of people can do it, you know, distance, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, there is that you know, we're here and people are watching type deal, but um, you know, it, it's, it's straightforward. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, hear more about the different components. Um, the Power of Five includes 
motivation, energy management, attention, stress management, and self-confidence. Can you provide a brief description of each one of these, uh, starting with motivation? Yeah. Uh, So motivation, uh, I lead athletes through their goal setting, Um, their goal for the day, their goal for the week, and their long-term goal. Uh, Again, the ideal outcome would be that the daily goal aligns for the weekly goal and then the weekly aligns with the long-term goal. And we can break that down further if need be. Uh, but just in general, that's how we, we work through motivation. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then energy management. Um, I use the energy bus as a guide here. And, you know, most athletes haven't read it, so I ask them to read it, uh, whether it be ahead of time or just as they go about. Uh, but the overall just is that you're either around people who help your energy levels or they detract their energy vampires. Um, and one of the things in the energy bus is you're, you're your own CEO, your chief energy officer. So you should take charge of the situation. If you're being drained, you need to change it. Uh, sometimes that means leaving. Other times that means just like acknowledging that this situation causes me to feel drained of energy and it takes away from my ability to enact my day-to-day goals. Um, so that would be energy uh, management and we break it down to an equation you're either adding or subtracting. Um, and, and then moving to attention. This is the fun stuff for me. This is where it starts to become fun uh, because we talk about focus plans and using visual imagery, um, even talking through developing a cueing sheet and uh, using breath work to keep your attention in the moment when needed and being able to pull back from the moment when needed to take a broader uh, scope of view. Um, so we talk through that, and that's where breath work is introduced. Uh, we also also talk about OODA, um, O-O-D-A, uh, Colonel John Boyd. I read about it in um, losing the title of the book. Um, losing the title of that book. But anyway, he was an, an ace, a pilot, and um, he was one of the most, he may still be most successful fighter pilots um, in his period. And he shot down many aircraft. And what he called it was his, his Boyd's loop. Uh, so you observe, orient, decide, and act. And if you can do that ahead of the curve, you're more successful. And the goal is not to get caught in the loop necessarily, where you're just stuck in observation or you're stuck in orientation or you're stuck making a decision but you want to get to that action point and you want to hit each point before the action. Um, so that's uh, again, a part of the attention block. We're going to distress management and really talk about problem framing. Um, so rather than just stating the problem, we work to frame it. Uh, for instance, you know, the, the COVID deal, how, you know, it's, we're not able to train. Uh, instead of just saying, this is the problem, I framed it as this is a non-contact period. How would I reach athletes in a non-contact period? 
And that gave me multiples or multiple solutions that now I can enact them. If they don't work, I move on to the next, but I have options and I'm not stuck with just focus on the problem. Uh, so problem framing and we make sure we're solution focused within that. And, and then again, breath work using focus breathing and box breathing to manage stress. Uh, so that's fun teaching athletes how to do that. Um, then the fifth is self-confidence. So we give a general overall, this is your confidence rating, zero to 10 scale, 10 being I'm number one. You know, nothing can shake me. I'm on top of the world. I'm number one. Your general confidence, your overall confidence rating does not vary uh, much. So we talk through successes, failures, and essentially put together an equation <laughs> and you know, are you more successful? Do you feel more confident due to your successes than feeling the detriment of your failures? Uh, majority of athletes tend to have more successes than failures. Um, and, and just in general, people have more successes than failures. It's just failures seem to be highlighted uh, and they, they register at a greater intensity. Uh, so we use that to set the scale and then based off of that, you know, I want to be able to, in the moment, like, hey, how's your confidence? Mm -hmm. Like, where are you? Rate you. Um, and so, like, you might be an eight, which is awesome, uh, as far as your overall confidence. And then today I feel like a four. Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, well, you have your overall rating. You know that's awesome. That's great. You know you're capable of it. That's where you live at. You're at a four. Why are you at a four? Let's address it. But overall, you know that this is just a short step and that you are actually successful and capable of great success. Mm -hmm. um, so that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a quick overview. Okay. It sounds like um, each component kind of builds on the next. Is that accurate? Like, um I mean, I know they all work together in a holistic way, but I imagine your self-confidence will be better um, or you'll be able to acknowledge that, you know, general number of self-confidence more easily if you are motivated, have your energy managed, your attention, stress management, everything kind of handled also. Is that right? That's correct. I tried to make it. Uh, almost a linear system, if you will, mm -hmm. where you can work down the line. And then if you need to backtrack, you, okay, self-confidence, let's try stress management. Okay, stress management's good. Let's check attention. You know, we just work back up the line and then we get back to base. Um, and so motivation, we set a long-term goal and that would be our base level. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, it's one where we can start at one or start at five, but either one could be your base. Okay, cool. Um, well, before we stop, is there anything else you'd like to say about the Power Five? Or do you think we've kind of done a, a good overview of it? Um, I think we've done a, a pretty solid overview. Uh, I would say read Energy Bus. <laughs> um it's just uh, it's a pretty straightforward book, and I like how they illustrate um, energy management. 
Okay. Yeah. And we will be um, posting like an article blog post that goes along with this um, episode and we'll include, you know, a link to that book and maybe even post a short like book review of it or something too. um, Since you recommend that. All right. Well, thanks so much for um, talking about the power five. You are welcome.